Well, hello and welcome everybody to another episode of our Advent podcast, Tidings of Comfort and Joy. And I'm delighted to have with us today, Raph Pinson. Hi, Martin. And we are talking to some of our worship leaders about their favourite carols or Christmas piece of music. But before we do, Raph, what's your favourite thing about Christmas generally? Oh, that's, uh, that's hard to tell, really. Um, I think what well, this, there's a, a family, usually a family kind of thing yep. <laughs> of gathering with family, which will be a little bit harder this year, I think, yeah, for a lot sure. of people. Yeah. We, we do put uh, carols and, and Christmas related music. And, and just today, as I was preparing for this, for this call with you, uh, it was the occasion to read the, and get into, into the, the, the prophecies and the writings around yeah. it. So it's a time of preparation, really a time yeah. of getting into the meaning of it. Great. So, Raf, what is your favorite Christmas carol or favorite Christmas music? So it'd be hard to say the favorite. The thing is, well, I didn't grow up in a family where carols were really a thing, especially English speaking, because I'm, I'm not from an English speaking family. But as I was thinking about this, really, uh, one thing I thought about is uh, Handel's Messiah. Well, what an extraordinary piece of music that is. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of Baroque music. Yeah. Uh, I think this year when I wanted to have, you know, like a calm time, uh, I've been mainly listening to Bach's uh, uh, passion, either uh, Matthew's passion or John's passion. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I share that, Raph. When yeah. I get stressed, often I will listen to Handel's Messiah or the Brandenburg Concertos for exactly, exactly. the same reason. Yes. Yeah, Baroque music has this soothing effect. So square and organize that you know <laughs> things are fine because it's it's just you know going <laughs> at its own rhythm <laughs> okay so what part of uh, Handel's Messiah in particular well originally I was thinking because it's Advent I was thinking of for unto us a child is born but yeah. then I started looking into Handel's Messiah and really realizing that this piece has been played uh, as an Advent piece for for centuries really yeah even though it's a piece that is about the whole life of Jesus yeah. and his redemptive work. And so very often they just play the first part. There's actually three parts. The first part is actually uh, uh, around Advent and, and preparing for Jesus's coming. Second part is leading to the passion and all the way to Pentecost with the famous hallelujah. Yeah. And, the, and the third part is a reflection on the redemptive work of, of Christ. And very often they just play the first part and maybe the hallelujah because it, it gets really long. It's two hours and a half, <laughs> the entire piece. Yeah. Have you ever taken part in it yourself? Have you ever sung in it? No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't been much in, in choirs, except at church or occasionally, but no. Me neither. This is one I would, if I could sing, I would love to take part in yeah, a Handel's Messiah. It's, it's a beautiful piece, yes. The one we're going to play, Raph, at the end, as you suggested, was For Unto Us A Child Is Born. Mm -hmm. And it's based on Isaiah 9, isn't it? It is an extraordinary piece of music. Yes, it's interesting. I'm, I'm reading through the libretto of, of Handel's Messiah. And the libretto was actually not from Handel himself. It was from, from a man called Charles Jennings, who had worked with Handel before on his operas, because Handel was essentially making Italian operas before. 
And he started making English oratorios later because Itain Opera was not so much in anymore. And George Jenin said, given him this libretto, which is essentially full of scripture. This is one thing I love with Handel's Messiah. Yeah. It starts with Isaiah and then a bit of Malachi and a bit of different prophets. And then Luke for the visit of the shepherds. And you yeah. follow it and it's just scripture after scripture after scripture yeah. that just stacks like this. It is extraordinary, isn't it? It, it, it really is just scripture set to music. Yeah, it, it strikes me when we're reading, you know, during the, the Christmas service and you read through Isaiah and I actually hear Handel's music in my head, you know. I think it was last year when we were uh, during the, the service, we were on the scene with the, with the orchestra, with Linley. And uh, as someone was reading, I turned to Linley and I'm like almost singing what I'm hearing. And I think she was hearing the same thing in her head. <laughs> exactly. You, you hear Isaiah 9, you think somebody should set this to music. And of course, somebody has. <laughs> exactly. What's surprising, though, I find, as I was reading about this, is actually when George Janins gave the libretto to Handel, uh, Handel wrote the whole thing in 24 days. Yeah. And it was his habit of writing pretty fast. And you should think, well, then, you know, this is great. He was really inspired. But Jennings was really unhappy about it because he thought that it was disrespectful for Handel to just do it in a month and not care about it more than this. That it was a rushed job. Exactly. Say, it does not come across as a rushed job. Yeah, yeah. No, when we think about it, this is a masterpiece. But the, the guy who wanted it most was not actually satisfied with it. <laughs> Okay, Raf, well, we're going to put up uh, Handel's Messiah for Unto Us a Child is Born now. Well, for those of you who've never heard this, you are in for a treat. So, Raf, thank you. God bless you and God bless everybody else. Thank you, Martin. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.